You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. See, this whole time I assumed that you were like... Down living above an antique store or some shit, and you guys, you know, got cafe lattes and shit every morning, but apparently uh, no. not. Apparently, uh, definitely not. No, we, uh, the, uh, an old, like a weird bar is going to be across the street pretty soon. And, um, oh, fuck, I can't like wait. Tommy's, uh, Tommy's pub. But yeah, it's very much still ghetto fantasies becoming realities <laughs> where I live, <laughs> including stealing the fucking wire off the side of the house. I hope the guy comes back again, because it would be awesome to lose internet again. That would be really cool. All right, do you want to just jump into this? I hate it. Oh, that put me in a great mood. <laughs> no, I mean, the shit, the, the apartment is, is beautiful and cheap. It's really, really big and really, really nice. Hardwood throughout. Steps from the hottest nightlife. Mm, yeah, Tommy's pub. <laughs> Tommy, the fucking alehouse. <clears throat> Believe me. God. Yeah, but not even, uh, I don't even really go there, so it's cool. All right. Are you rolling? We got to do a chemistry read here. It's been so long. Yeah, I know. It has been a minute. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm chill. I was very, very sick uh, yesterday, but I'm better today. Good. I mean, not good that you were sick, but uh, good that uh, my fucking internet died, too. In the middle of when we would have been recording. So it was like kismet that it didn't happen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. It came um, back, but uh, then it went away. I'm not sure what that's all about. But the guy came today and said, oh, part of your wire is missing. That's fucking insane. That's really, so cool. Really? Yeah, it's definitely a fucking... I'm going to go out there with a fucking machine gun and yeah, exactly. sandbags <laughs> and shit. It's like, you, wanna, <laughs> you, you believe in fucking Marshall Warfield? You're going to meet him. <laughs> like how much could he have gotten for that little piece of fucking copper? Jesus, thirty-eight cents. I don't fucking know. I think it was just some small. Damn. Maybe it was some neighborhood kids. Could be. That's true. Yeah, they could just be taken. Maybe somebody stole their shit for copper, and then yeah. they're just fucking they're just paying it forward. All the way down the line, people are losing their internet one by one as they steal each other's copper wires. So like uh that's like it's like an entire town full of shitty roommates mm. <laughs> it's just ever just Precisely. stealing each other's fucking peanut butter until uh yeah. until somebody finally just ponies up to go to the co-op who the fuck drank my good cold brew that i got it's fucking seven dollars and it's gone <laughs> it's a big bottle oh i thought it was beer then i just kept going oh <laughs> i felt great and then i felt not so great yeah i drank and it was a growler of cold brew so i drank the whole thing and then I woke up in the fucking, the, not even the hospital, like the Whitney Young Clinic. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Whitney Young Clinic? Yeah. So Are you rolling right now? I am. <laughs> all right. I might just edit this all in and just like throw the theme in randomly because we're already hitting our stride. Whitney Young, remember the Whitney Young Clinic? Well, I remember the Whitney Young Clinic because I have yet to meet a person from Albany. <laughs> when you bring up the Whitney Young Clinic, who doesn't say, "Oh yeah, you can get a tooth pulled there for like ten bucks"? Like that's its sole function is to get your teeth pulled for ten dollars. Yeah, the one time I went there because I had a really fucked up tooth that they didn't pull out because it was too infected. They're like, if you we pull this out, the infection is going to spread. It's like, it's like if we pull this arrow, 
if this is like medieval times and they pull this arrow out of your stomach, you're going to bleed to death. So oh, yeah, then like, the, the, the sickness will consume you. If they put like a weird antibiotic gel and they said, okay, don't, don't put your tongue on this side of your mouth for four hours. Whoa. I guarantee this is some voodoo fucking bootleg. Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, what was that fucking cologne I found for a dollar? He had that shit. <laughs> Fuck, it's going to drive me nuts. I can't remember the name of that oh, thing. Oh, Florida water. Florida water. There you go. We about this Which I water. meant to give you last time you were here. Oh, God damn. I'm going to come down again. Perfect. I'm kind of fucking setting up some serious fucking shows, dude. I'm playing all you bailed in the last one. I did bail in the last one. It's too tired. It's fucking too tired. Not feeling good. Got some shit happening. It's fine. It's fine. Justin's it's all uh, good. Justin. Everyone, everyone's Thank, chill. Thankfully, Justin is uh, malleable. Are we? Are we rolling? Is this? this we are rolling. It? Yeah. Okay. So and this I, is it. This is the, this is one of our weirder episodes where we just started from a cold open. Well, it's that's and spent good a percentage of that cold open asking whether or not we're rolling, proving that this isn't an act. Andrew and That's I true. are f- good friends, and this is how we t- sound when we talk. So Unscripted. Uh, this is reality TV. I don't know what to talk about. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I, maybe we should just end it. I, yeah, end my life. My <laughs> life. <laughs> maybe we should just end your life. Can we just get right into the thing that happened yesterday, man? Can we just <sighs> jump directly man. into it? Because, all right, so... Are we, are we talking... Wait, well, there's a lot of things that happened yesterday. I'm talking about the, the Facebook about? killer. Oh, the Facebook killer. And the ending of your life. God. Um, All right, so this is what I had going on yesterday. This was wild. Uh, I think I had a fever, maybe, because I was was sick, and I was kind of, like, fine in the morning, and I brought Gab, like, out to, like, run some errands and was driving around. It felt okay, but it started to feel kind of bad. And then I went home, and (laughs) she went to her friend's house, and I just laid on their bed and just, like, time traveled. (laughs) I I was laying there, not feeling good, and, like, thinking... And then all of a sudden, it was like the sun was in a different position, and like rain was blowing sideways through our open window, hitting me. I'm like, ah, ah, like <laughs> not fully making sense of what I'm doing, like running around the house, closing things. Ah! And then like I was watching a TV show that I don't remember turning on. Like it was. It, what TV show was it? Uh, there was that show Fargo, oh, um, yeah. which was okay. Um, so it, all of this happens. And I finally, like, kind of come out of the tail end of it, and I'm, I'm starting to, like, become rational again. And I open Twitter just to be like, oh, I wonder what's going on in the world. And I catch this fucking Facebook killer dude, like, mad early. Like, I, when I caught the story, his like, his Facebook was still up. Like, they hadn't pulled it yet. Like, oh, it was still, like, still going. So I had missed the, the shooting thing. But I saw, like, all the aftermath, and then, and you know, like, it started to snowball from there. Sure. Um, but I was so, like, out of it that it, it didn't feel like real life. <laughs> I was just, like, I couldn't, like, I knew it was obviously really happening, but, like, it felt bizarre because, like, they weren't covering it on the news or anything like that. I, I honestly I fell down this like some kind of viral, until I watched the video, which was horrifying. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the thing, is, like... I thought it was, yeah, like a viral thing, too, until, like, you get to the point in the video where, like, oh, there's no chance that this was faked. So, like, that was, oh. that was insane. So, um, for the uninitiated, I'll just... Yeah, I'll, for I'll anyone who missed video. this, I'm, go for it. I'm, like, Live League Junior. All right, that's my name. All right. <laughs> I watched, I watched the man 
in Rhodesia get his fucking teeth pulled out while he's still alive with a pair of pliers. Awful. Awful. ISIS, where they're literally shooting children and throwing them off a bridge to the point where the men can't stand there anymore because there's too much blood on the fucking metal on the bridge and they have to move. <laughs> I have watched a, fem- a British female reporter get repeatedly raped by Arabs. Jesus. Um, at gunpoint and then stabbed. This is all the shit that's on Ogrish and all the fucked up shit. I just watch it because it's fascinating to me. Not that well, I that's get, the thing. Not that I yeah, get these thrill. These things are awful, but it's just like it, it, it's what they say in uh, Lesson Zero. Like, I want to see the worst. I want like, to see. I, the, I, I do. I get it. You know, like I don't. Well, I don't want to see the worst. I want to. Uh, I just want to be exposed like to the watching, worst, you know. Like video watching Samuel, K- like dictator Samuel Cato, one of my favorite historical figures, bleeding out, slowly bleeding to death, while mm-hmm. fucking you know General fucking General Mills or whatever his name is from the, <laughs> the newly appointed army, General Magic Johnson drinks a Budweiser with an AK-47 in his lap and just watches him bleed to death. Yeah, fine, totally, totally fine, interesting, right? I watched a poor son of a bitch who worked his entire life at a foundry and was just retired and went to always save to get some fucking groceries on Easter, get his fucking head blown off for no reason. Yeah, like legitimately no reason. Like, it's wild. The way it happened, he's just like, I don't fucking know. That's the worst part is at the end. It was like, listen, man, I don't even know this. And then, Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. And he reacted how every one of us would have reacted, no matter how tough we think we are. The dude pulled a gun. He's like, whoa. He pulls up. The reaction was he pulled up his plastic shopping bags to somehow protect him. Oh, yeah, that was was dark. And I was like, I only watched it once while I was driving. Which is, Fuck. Which is dangerous. Uh, while I was driving, because I, I, I was like, oh, I got to see this, man. I, the last fucking something like this I watched was when the guy went on the live newscast and shot the two people. And I thought, yes, that was, that was the first thing I thought of, actually. Yeah, and that was wild ass. Both these, I mean, it's a great advertisement for the Glock Corporation because they both use Glocks. Uh, that that matters. But um, it was, <laughs> that matters. I mean, from a marketing perspective, great. I mean, it gets, it gets the job done. Um, but it's like, I don't know why. I told you this on text, actually, today, in a rare moment of caring. I was like, I don't know why it hit me that hard. But it's like watching Fred Sanford from Sanford and Son get shot. Yeah, it's, it really is. And it was I like, have a theory, Okay, though. I, I got a theory with this. And this is... Uh, so, one of the things that I was, like, losing my mind over yesterday was I was watching... I always say I, I'm not going to have my cell phone on anymore for this, but I took, like, a zillion screen grabs because I was in no position to be, like, writing down notes. Yeah. So if you hear, like, cell phone bip, 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 noise, sorry. Um, so, I, I mean, one of the things that I was watching was all these people going on and being like, if you repost that video, you're a son of a bitch. I'm going to block you. Like, don't, re- you know, don't repost. Repost the mugshot. Don't repost the video. You know, whatever. It's like it, it, things like uh, 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 nobody deserves to have their last moments live cast and all that stuff. First of all, we've run this experiment one time. So, like, it's, it's to pretend that we've got rules in this situation is maybe a bit of a stretch. So, like, take it back a notch. But I was trying. I was like watching people bug out 
in a way that seemed asymmetrical because we got to call it what it is. Old men are shot in the head semi-routinely in this country and they don't have this kind of outpouring. And what I came to what I came away with is that and about two hours beforehand, me and Gab were listening to a uh, a podcast where they were talking about how first person virtual reality has an ability for you to empathize in situations in a way that is like uncanny. Like we don't it's the best technology we have to induce empathy because you're legitimately like living in somebody else's shoes for a minute. <laughs> so all these people like sat down and watched this video where you basically for all intents and purposes blow an old man away yeah. with no control over your actions. Like you are the person doing it. It's shot from your perspective, literally shot from your perspective, but you have no control. You've got no agency, which is like, wow. it's like jarring on multiple levels. Like if you're not prepared to have an adult conversation, you are certainly not prepared to like go through that process. That's, that's a dark scene. And I think it, it creates like an empathy feedback loop that it is, has really never existed before, except for that other video you just mentioned. The only other time I ever felt that same way watching a video was that fucking loon who like stalked that reporter and was like waving the gun around and like, Crazy shit. Really crazy. But I found that so fascinating. It was, like, after you get over the fact that it's, like, this total abject horror, it's, like, a fucking awful video, it was fascinating. Just because it happens so quick, and you see the blood, and I don't, I I consider myself a strong man. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, you know, always people consider themselves hard. I don't consider myself a hard man, nor do I consider myself a soft man. Maybe when I'm on speed, I'm soft, man. But I am. Um, I just. Uh, I just. I didn't. I totally. You totally like hit it on the head because I. I that's exactly what I felt. I, I didn't know. I couldn't have any control over it. I just had to. I had to watch it, and I watched it it's once. Just there. Because I couldn't feel. I that was such an unfamiliar feeling, that, I didn't want to touch it again. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I, it, there's actually something wrong with you. You watched that multiple times. It's oh, a wild scene. It's just fucking. And the guy looks like sweet. It's like someone, <laughs> he looks like a sweet guy. You know? Yeah. Like I've watched, and I think it becomes, and I think it's because I've watched enough episodes of like good times. And this is totally true. And I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say this, but my cultural references for those, for an old, older black guys are all like Fred Sanford, you know, fucking JJ Walker's dad, mm-hmm. you know, fucking Tim Reed from Evening Shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these other shows nobody knows, you know, like like uh, fucking the dudes in the barber shop, shit like that, you know, and, and coming to America, shit like that. Yeah, these are the dudes who are just who are not supposed to like catch a bullet. No, you know, supposed to fucking grow old gracefully. They drive an old yeah. pickup. They're just nice, and this fucker just shoots him. He's like, oh yeah, we got this old man over here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. And he makes him say his ex-girlfriend's name. Oh, that was dark. Holy before. shit, that was dark. He's like, I don't know who fucking Joy is. Yeah. Oh man, dark, dark scene. So the men that we read on Craigslist Casual Encounters or Craigslist Misconnections, like I miss you. The last time I saw you was two thousand two. Yeah, could have been any one of these people. <laughs> yeah, I was say like, yup, that's that legit. Like, it's funny because this dude you see like other live streams of him where he's on the phone with like some you know somebody he knows being like, yeah, I killed thirteen people. Making I just lost stories. it. It's weird because. Like, 
he is not an unfamiliar person at that point. He's just every fucking loudmouth asshole that you've ever met. This one just happened to like dare himself to go like way far on his loudmouth dare. It's really sick. It's wild. We've really wild. We've crossed. We've crossed the pond to, <clears throat> and well, because there's so much. Like, and this, this is very true for podcasts. And I'm kind of, di- I'm kind of digressing here, but. Very true for especially for podcasters and podcasts and people who do a lot of content. Um, the only thing that this does, when you're allowed to put things on Facebook and you're allowed to post your life, I mean, this isn't an anti-social media rant because God knows I do enough selfies and shit like that. But I'm saying, like, for people like this, and less and people who we know, like on our timeline, like we laugh about, like, oh, who's the worst person on your timeline? Things like that. But people, these people think they're famous in their heads. Like internet famous, or there's a uh-huh. cult. The, the future is the is two things meeting: the cult of micro celebrity, where you need to be famous in front of, like, if a hundred people, like, really are into what you say all the time, you feel like a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing that this has proven to everybody is that you can delude now delude yourself for longer. Than you used to by generating your own content. It's if it's an endless loop of delusion. Like yeah. A woman who gets a, <laughs> a woman who gets 120 likes in an hour on an Instagram photo, she's like fucking Kardashian. Here we come. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Next stop, fucking agent. Bravo. Right. It's a lot easier for people to get strung along by their dreams now because of this shit. It's fucking terrible. And we we know plenty of people who do fucking podcasts and bands and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> like should have hung it up a few fucking years ago. But they're like, wow, yeah, we got fucking uh, that got fucking seventeen likes. Better keep going. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the thing that drove me nuts, and I, so the reason I brought this up after talking about like being like weird and feverish <laughs> is that I had. <laughs> you have six sex. <clears throat> No, I didn't. I had this barrage, this like nonstop barrage of weird insights into things that had nothing to fucking do with this at all. I was just because you don't get to see the full Internet reaction in real time in that way. It was only because I happened to catch it so early that I got to see the whole thing unfold. Not not like the crime that was already like that was done the second he like stopped streaming. He was just like in the wind. But I had to watch people's reactions go from confusion to, like, shock to trying to, like, softly work out their soapbox game plan for later when it was okay to suddenly working out their actual... Like, I I got to see it happen. Yeah, how do I make this about me? How do I make this as woke as possible? I'm going to actually have to sit down and think about this. Like, it, it was so many people being like... I am traumatized after watching that video. Motherfucker, no one is talking about you. No one's talking to you. What? Like, what the fuck? How did the fuck did you just make this about you? It's incredible. This was an Olympic sport. You'd have a gold medal. Clearly, what the yeah, fuck does that have to do with you? This is Trump's America. Clear. I heard some shit. Yeah, oh, some, my God. This is a product of Trump's America. Clearly, clearly, our prison system has failed. That kind of shit. Oh, we had the, we had the fucking yes, all men people fucking trot out their one man shit. 
show. We had the fucking this is Trump's America people. We had the gun control people fucking rolling out there. Had the the mental health people. We need mental health in the black community people. We had my this is my favorite. I didn't know this was such an intense platform. The there's no correlation between mental health and violence. People came out in force. Yo, check your facts (laughs) a little bit. Go back and double check. I like. Uh, I mean, like maybe um, maybe forever since people were documenting. Like since (laughs) since Van Gogh cut his ear off. I think there's a correlation between violence and mental health. Totally insane. Like I'm, I'm. It was like watching a play of delusion play out in 14 acts. It, it was nuts. This is the. This is the important takeaway to this Cleveland incident. Is that just like you know how TV used to have like a pilot season, and in like September <laughs> yes. everybody would do pilot. Now it's anytime, and that's the same thing with. Opinions and fa- and like quote unquote facts and content, it's so available that anybody can do it. And there's a there's like every like not even on every street corner. It's like lined up down the street. You know when you used to go to New York and Times Square and there'd be like a guy standing on the fucking like a big box and he'd be a preacher and he'd be wearing like oh yeah. robes and he'd be like oh and you'd look at him and be like oh I'm fucking a ten but I know this guy's a loon. Yeah. Now, now that's everyone on your fucking timeline. It's everyone. It's oh, unbelievable. this is the end of the world. Obviously, how do I? I have people saying, "Oh, well, I know. I called my local fucking firehouse to ask them if they had a nuclear shelter in place, because Korea, who can't even launch a fucking missile, I, I know. who fucking Yo, does, if you want to call somebody, call Korea's coastline and see if they've got a fucking fallout yes. shelter. That's the only thing getting irradiated in this thing. A, a country where every time they hit the fucking missile launch button, the Three Stooges music plays. <laughs> and like, yeah, oh, you're gonna bomb, you're gonna hit the East Coast, yeah, yeah. You'd have a fucking oh. harder, you'd have an easier time fucking crashing your minivan. <laughs> it's like it, it was wild. Yeah, like people, people trotting that out. My favorite was uh, people who were like, I can't believe this is the number one news story. Why are you know like why, why are we covering North Korea? Yo, because we're about to go to war with North Korea. <laughs> That's why. Like, it's not about... I know you live in Cleveland. It, like, the fucking world doesn't stop for you. I'm sorry. But, uh, can I just ask you a question real quick? Please. Now, this is totally ignorant on my part, because I, I haven't been paying attention. But, like, is Korea just a neighbor we don't like? Or do they uh, actually yeah. do shit? Because they just seem like a very... In- like, 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 it's your roommate that's... T- it's your neighbor that's way too fucking loud. And, but you're yeah, like, pretty do I much. Punch a hole through the wall and try to hit them too, or do I just fucking chill? And I guess the trick is it's the neighbor that makes way too much noise, and you just have increasing concern because the guy appears to be building a makeshift howitzer and is on his lawn. And you're like, oh fuck! At some point, I'm gonna have to deal with this. This sucks. But we get like so, Jesus. But we're we're mobile. The, the force we're mobilizing is weak, and it's yeah. what we always do every year, which people fail to realize. Just as people fail to realize that the mother of all bombs was developed by the Bush administration, not oh Obama. yeah, that, that's been fucking been chilling for a minute, chilling for a minute. And uh, NATO, the NATO, uh, the head of the NATO, uh, the head of NATO on on the ground is they just gave him like autonomy. They're like, if you need this bomb, go for it. So it wasn't before like, they said it. He was pressing the button repeatedly. Yeah. So it, people are still acting like, oh well, it's Obama from the grave. Basically, like the political grave, because he doesn't do shit. He's in fucking Haiti writing his memoirs right now. He's doing the fucking Jack Kerouac thing. He could give a shit. But (laughs) maybe he knows something we don't know. 
You know, maybe he's like a, maybe like that's the one place that the bombs won't hit because he's mm, there. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But the, I mean, it's like okay, well, so it's the the it's called the mother of all bombs, and it's not nuclear, but people thought it was nuclear, and people, my people at work, because they they have poor reading comprehension. Oh said, Jesus! Oh my yeah. God! We just dropped a nuclear bomb, and everyone is huddled around a laptop. Oh, and refreshing God. CNN, and I point to largest non-nuclear. <laughs> like, I just reach over and point. Like, my arm is, like, 10 feet long, like rubber man, fucking elastic man. I'm just like, it's largest, not just regular ordinance. And they're like, ow. Like, disappointed that it wasn't a nuke. Yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, the, car cra- the guy in the car crash didn't die right there? Oh, well, fuck. It was so, it was like, the world is getting... Uh, I won't say crazy, but the world is getting very interesting. And we have always certainly said, not reading as much as it used to. Since since 2013 when we started this, we've always said, <clears throat> the world is going to be a crazy place, so you better yep. get ready. Either with their sense of humor, or get by a gun, whatever you need to do. Or both. Or both. Move to Florida, fucking uh, roll around. But I don't think North Korea is going to be the one. I think they are Keystone Cops. Yeah, that's going to be, that'll be a, a largely a non-issue. Like, because the whole, the whole problem with North Korea has traditionally been that China has been an ally of North Korea. And once you provoke North Korea, you kind of provoke China and then it like, it spirals. Okay. But now even China has been like, yo, you need to cool the fuck down. So Plus, like, it's, it's whatever. It's, it's, we owe it's China, not, we owe China shit of money. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> for sure, for so, sure. Like, are they going to be like, are we going to be like, well, you know. We'll, just talk, we'll talk about, oh, let's not, let's not stray away from the real uh, problem here. You know, it's like trying to convince a bookie not to beat you up. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the, the fucking... I love that Trump has become Hillary Clinton. I think it's like, <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. A mishmash of... Uh, There's the same, the same reactions, even the same, like, so like... like uh, like strange sarcasm that she used to take sometimes where she's like, well, man, like kind of like a really like bored slash lazy, like a, like a somebody who was promoted to CEO and was like, fuck, I just wanted to ride this out 10 years where I could fucking pay for my kid's college. Now I have to, be yeah, bored. like what the fuck? And now uh, it's like, yeah, now it's the same foreign policy. Essentially. It's like, we're going to be firm on Korea. But Korea seems okay. I mean, we got the parallel. You know, we've got some troops there. We're cool. They're just like an annoying neighbor. So what are we going to do? Go in there? No. What the are we thing do? that... I like I so I I I love that Trump is Trump is becoming fucking Hillary Clinton. That's great. I love that. Like, and you, he's doing the thing that like people sort of predicted is like this dude is not as like far to the right as we. Or his, he was, like, playing off, and he's, like, just got some... He's just not thinking clearly. He's just whatever is... Uh, whatever he feels at the moment, he's just doing, which is, like, terrifying. But when that dude... When that dude went on Twitter <laughs> and was like, why would I call China a, a currency manipulator? I thought... I, I actually said, I'm like, maybe I have a brain tumor. Maybe it's possible that I have a fucking brain tumor. Because, like, that's... Also, That's so specific of a backtrack. It's wild. Then uh, last week, Donald Trump went on to say that the he thinks the dollar is uh, is too strong right now. Oh my god! So I, suddenly, uh, gold went way up, and people are like, "Well, all right, you know, if, if, uh, you know every action uh, warrants an equal and opposite reaction." So now the dollar went down, and gold went up, and he's like, "Oh yeah," it's like oh, totally acting in his own interests. 
uh, and making like his stock people really happy with some like weird national level insider training. <laughs> yeah, it's it is it is a fucking scene. It's wild. Speaking of a scene, oops. Uh, would you like to uh, hear the story of Best Fern? Yes, please. Okay, so I, I, I I got more on this shooting thing, but I got to let it breathe. So go ahead and, and yeah, give me some best fern. Let it breathe. We've been going a half an hour on current events, and frankly, I'm uh, I feel sad. So I'm going to do some best fern. But they have an interesting story that has a lot of subtext that I don't know. It might might. Uh, I'm going to fill in the blanks a little bit here. Okay. Best Friend is a project that formed at the tail end of two relationships as a hopeful oasis during the winter months and as solidarity between two newly discovered neighbors. I hate this so much already. Look, Best Friend are neighbors. And there are many... <laughs> Not only... I'm picturing some some sort of uh, monkey shines like the seminal 1978 movie Neighbors. No, I, uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. I'm uh, I'm looking at them more like. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Oh wait. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at them more like people who uh, it's like burning passion. People like what? looking at each other with burning passion, kind of. But you want to listen to because. Um, there's solidarity between newly discovered neighbors, and they're just neighbors. They put out the the guidelines. They're like, I know we're just neighbors. Say hi. Oh, I got your piece of mail. No. Whoops. Oh, hey, hey, do you have an egg, neighbor? Hey, do you have any olive oil? Which happened to me once in New York when I lived there. Somebody knocked on my door and asked to borrow olive oil. It's pretty expensive ask. It's like yeah. fucking nine bucks a bottle. Are you bringing this back? How much are you using? With that... <laughs> So this is from one of the people. Uh, this is from the woman, Alexia Avina, and Nick Schofield. And they like to tell you that um, they're actually uh, members of the Ojai Collective. Just in case you were okay. wondering, it's uh, thank God. Yeah, it's like it's like little Omaha up there in Montreal. What, what are those collectives? What is that collective's bylaws? I'd like to. I'd, I'd like. Uh, <laughs> What's the board? Some, some more what clarity do you on do that. To get on the board of that collective. What is the granola sharing policy? At the Ojai Collective. Hey, someone changed my amp settings at the practice space, and um, if it happens again, you're going to see a side of me that might not be fucking cool. Sorry for swearing. Impromptu no, ambient jam oh, nights morph into a Sunday brunch ritual. Oh my god. Morph into a Sunday brunch ritual. That sounds like tantric. And the switch from moonlight to daylight signals an unconscious shift toward weightlessness and luminescence reflected in our music. <laughs> There's no way! Thinking back on those drony nighttime sessions, it becomes clear how much tonal darkness we needed to push through in order to uncover our uplifting sound as collaborators and friends. Over time and through our live performances, the songs began to take on a more solid structure, which we have tried to keep at the core of our new EP's final production. I'm going to play this music for you. Andrew, welcome to Calm.com. Oh. 
You are now floating. Imagine solidarity between new two newly discovered neighbors. Impromptu ambient jam nights become a half a blowjob over beers. <laughs> Awkward fucking between bandmates. Do I love him or do I just love fucking him? That's what all these songs are about. The tension, the building sexual tension, and it leads to boring Canadian sex. I want you to, when you have a second, go to the Ohio Collective's Instagram page. Oh, God, I can't fucking wait. And tell me this is not like, this is like. Oh, hi. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This is this is like a mood board. A, uh, the dimmest for the dimmest star in the universe. Yeah, like these people should go to prison for having no ambition. <laughs> it's wild. Like I think about the fact that oh my as we civilized, people who would have normally no nothing to add to the tribe and would be like left behind and killed. Hmm. We're no longer that, and you could you, you could in, induce a strain of um, of like softness and stupidity into the gene pool that normally would have been uh, would have been worked out by nature, and now this is the end result. Oh, no. This fucking schlub wearing fucking shorts with a pedal board that's like fucking twenty pedals a long. A lot of live footage, and I thought it was all the same person. And now I'm looking through again, and it's all different people. And I understand that when you're in a collective, there's a certain uniform you have to wear. But there's one picture in particular that's really caught my fancy. There seems to be a, a place, um, a band called Sex Syndrome. Take oh the, the pers- there's a person <laughs> playing saxophone like he's in the fucking The Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's red. You can tell it's red hot sex because he's backing up. But there's also a chair underneath him, so he actually sits to play. Have you ever seen? Ever enjoyed a band that you've seen that isn't like fucking the Isley Brothers? I was gonna sit, say, unless you're BB King, stand up, stand up, stand up. First and foremost, before anything else, play standing. Try. And oh my god, like all of these live pictures <laughs> just bring me back to times in my life that were worse than now. Oh yeah. Like it's fucking wild. One... I've been to every one of these shows and I couldn't leave. How many... Like played... I had to work the fucking merch table every one of these bullshit we've shows. We've played this show. Every single picture we're looking at, we've played this show hundreds yeah. of times. <laughs> it's how us... do you find how do you pretend you find this engaging or like rewarding it all you've experienced this fucking note for note multiple times find a new thing my favorite grow my favorite of those shows is when we played in silver spring maryland the side of bablina if you remember oh yeah that's true bablina love bablina but before after before bablina we played the show and this fella booked on his booked on a show booked on a actual show where people paid money u.s dollars and he's like, you know what? I'm in, I know I'm in this band, but fuck it. I'm just going to play Springsteen covers. Oh, fuck. That's right. And Ooh, that was bad. ended up yelling songs we wanted to hear from the merchandise table because we were fed up. And I talked to him after, and he had no idea about the song Glory Days or I'm on Fire. At all. 
And I, 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 I wanted to get a, a fucking can of fucking Aquanet and a lighter. And burn. <laughs> burn him <on> that. <clears throat> burn him on the butt. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, so we've been, we've been to all these shows. You've been to all these shows. Yeah, Everyone you know has been to these shows. Why are you pretending that this is part of your life? This is just a pastiche thing that you do because you're afraid of, like, I don't, I don't even know what you're afraid of. I, don't, I can't tell you what you're afraid of. Like, stop. Let yourself grow out of this. Let yourself, <clears throat> like, like, lift weights. <laughs> or, like, <clears throat> I don't know, get into a fight with somebody. Or something like, there was uh, somebody on the self-defense board asked if they think that kids will ever like appreciate like masculinity and aggression again like or if like that's just over and it was after it was right after i read this right after i watched uh, like a dude who i consistently want to put on blast in a way that's like <laughs> like I'd be a bully. Just straight out, I would just be a bully. And you always talk me off this ledge of, like, calling this dude out because it's, like, it's it's not going to be constructive. It's, it's just going to be me, like, okay, like throttling like a stupid idiot. Um, but I watched, I watched this moron and his moron friends discuss, like, have a roundtable about how it's important to not be masculine and aggressive and whatnot. Man, put put me in a state. It put me in a wild state. I really hope that, like, yeah, I hope aggression comes back. I hope, like, like yeah, like being masculine comes back. It's not going to come back in a way that's cool. That's the thing. No, like, it's not gonna it's, be, it's it, not gonna it never be a does. Thrill for the women who go to shows, and then yeah, like for certainly not. But this is pathetic. This is rough. Like this, this, this is you going out with a whimper. If you look at the Best Fern Collective Instagram and you don't feel instant revulsion, this is you going out with a whimper. This is not you like going out with a bang. This is you being ineffectual. Well, a- if you look at that and you feel anything other than like, like you kind of feel like you, 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 there was too much butter in your lunch and you kind of feel like you have to like <laughs> you, you gotta let go. I mean, um, it's the thing when, yeah. the thing is that's what I said earlier. It's like it's that's this is like. The the, the the big rub about shoegaze was that it was the scene that celebrated itself and that it had yeah. a built-in audience and then it wasn't very good. Now, people forgot that. That was somebody from uh, New Music, um, NME, NME, the uh, magazine said that, where it's like, the music isn't very good and it doesn't take a lot of talent to do it, but they have a built-in audience who will travel and buy all their albums and there's thousands of numbers. And that's pretty much what uh, happens all the time. Yeah, or there'll be more bands or less. where I'll just shake my head and be like, like people who like music, like in a weird way. I don't care what your opinions are about like individuals in the band or whatever. People who enjoy music will like not like this. Like, is this is this a, like, is this a troll? This it kind of feels like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> like how could I mean? There's people going on this. this thing, there's people going nuts to these bands. Like people screaming. And it's just like, well, if I don't do this, and I because I have to go there and show face for like Pierre or whoever in Canada, Jacques, whatever, then I it'll be weird if you don't go to some shows. Oh man, 
Haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? And this is your scene. You know, if if you're stuck in that situation where you're like, you're like the, the, the person going to these fucking beta ass shows and like kind of feeling away, you can rewrite your narrative however you want. And you can do it fucking daily if that's what makes you happy. <laughs> If you find yourself stuck going to this fucking show where people are skateboarding inside and smoking indoors and, like, playing with reverb pedals, you don't have to pretend to like that. It's okay for you to leave that. It's all right. It would actually be beneficial for you to not have friends that do that. So if it means you have no friends, but you don't have friends that do that, it's a net positive for you. Or you could, you know, write a song about it, but in a real way. It's a real dark scene. It's real dark. It's a real dark scene. Speaking of dark scenes, we have a huge outpouring of support for our mall reviews. Oh, good. I found something. I, I got to confess, I haven't opened... I deleted uh, I deleted Facebook off my phone. Hmm. Um, so you're just trying to cut I Actually, I deleted Facebook off my phone right after uh, that whole... After I, I saw that fucking goober doing goober shit, I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm out. I'm good. I'm like, all right. Um, like, I didn't delete Facebook. I still have it, but I just took the app off my phone. I'd like, I, I definitely have better things to do than watch this dude fucking like go low testosterone. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I'm worried. And then the thing, the the thing that I want to say that is not nice, but I'll say it anyway because that's my steez, is the woman that. He got. He literally murdered a man over a woman, who I think. I oh no! I'm sorry. I was talking about the 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 kid who you never let me fucking uh, call out. Oh, never mind. Okay. No, no, that shit. I, that was long gone by then. Although it occurred to me that 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 was also a culmination of other overnight draw shit. Like the friend zone went through some real stupid shit last week, and I was like, all right, I'm I'm. I'm out. I'm oh, like, this is, is foolish. It's like I, watching a bunch of people fucking like internet threaten somebody for like having a, a, a like doing something foolish was like dark. I was like, I'm I'm out on that. I'm good. It's so funny. Um, be be real. Be real, friends. Though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I just so I. It's basically my confession is I have not opened our questions or anything in like a week and a half. Like I'm totally in the dark on on what's going on. So I'm glad people like the mall reviews. Uh, people and people have sent us different malls to review, but I've discovered that um, the world of Google reviews for Crossgate. Oh shit! And fuck, that's great. You know, these are people who uh, have chosen to go on Google instead to to rate. I don't know how you get there to rate a mall but they went on there and there's 1143 reviews and a lot of them are very bad so if you're ready and you're willing i am super ready now i don't want to read a long one about uh a nail spot but <laughs> i feel but you I will read part of it <laughs> 1,143 Google they're reviews. Just, Damn. Yeah, there's just so much to look for. And some of them are great. So uh, uh, somebody named Jay Gore says, If you're black, why are you are? You're followed around like you've stolen something. Does security make you feel unwelcome? Next time I take my sister-in-law on a shopping spree, ugh, I will not, uh, it will not be there. Better off driving 
to Albany. Probably cheaper, cheaper too. But you're, he was. <laughs> maybe he was in a different mall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just found a five star review where a man admits to going to Crossgate's mall by himself to go to Dave and Buster's alone. Oh God! Please read it. <laughs> That's it. It's a two-sentence review. I was just here for the yeah. first time in 14 years. It's pretty good mall with tons of stores. I went there myself for Dave and Buster's. Oh, God, man. <laughs> Poor fella. Uh, that's great. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, that's not a place you... I mean, I could... I'll fuck around. If I... I'm, uh, I'm like a fucking... I'm like a dog when I'm at the mall. Like, easily distracted, tough to walk with. <clears throat> But I'll fuck around with some video games in the arcade that's attached to the movie theater, but I'll never go into Dave and Buster's alone. No, 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 no. Because that's, you know, because there's a man who cut hair at Tulio's where Kent used to work, who on his lunch break tried to molest a child. Holy shit! And then came back to work. (laughs) And then the parents were like, what? And then uh, thankfully, there's a police station located conveniently in Crossgate Mall, and they took him down. Very convenient. But I like the balls of being like, well, that didn't work out. Nope, oh, time to go back to work. <laughs> gotta go finish my shift. You gotta go do a fucking razor fade on this dude. Let me just wash my hands first. Awful. God damn. Um, a lot of people saying worst mall ever. This was probably the worst mall in the Capital District to the employees who work there. They open in national holidays such as Thanksgiving and force hundreds of people to miss holidays with their <laughs> loved ones. Hundreds. Man, people are so wound up about working holidays. It's so weird. And like, what a bizarre place yeah. to vent. I, on weird Google reviews that nobody ever seen. Sometimes it just feels good to vent, though. Apparently. Uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike would like everybody to know, get everything on Amazon cheaper, trust me. <laughs> okay, I will certainly trust you. If you live in Albany, you know this is the best mall in town. For those who are visiting, might not like it. Though I did enjoy Johnny Rockets. Two stars. My friends always get stopped Two when we don't stars. even do anything, and we were followed by the manager and couldn't go throughout the mall looking in stores. We had to stay by the movies. And then we have the best one. This is the last one I'll read. Uh, Very woke Jeremy Brand simply says, a celebration of capitalism. Oh, yeah. But you know (sighs) what? If you click on their um, their profile, it tells you where they live. (laughs) Or where they post from. That's good. What's up, Jeremy Brand? Where are you living? He lives right near the Hannaford. Out. Let me guess. SUNY <laughs> Albany. Close. Close. Actually, he lives, uh, lives a little bit north. He lives uh, like in Crescent and Half Moon right near Clifton Park. Because of course. Ah, oh, Jesus. Because of course. Uh, I'm going to uh, read the Exton Square Mall now from Exton, Pennsylvania. Um. Somebody, uh, somebody posted that. Uh, over 75% of the mall is closed, and the escalators in the mall were shut off. Had to use the ones in Macy's. Or you could walk <laughs> up the fucking escalator. Walk up the stairs. Had to. Jesus Christ. I was forced. I'd walk all the way across the mall to take an escalator. Uh, Tyra would like you to know that over the years, they really got rid of all the good stores. Forever 21 is gone now, which makes which leaves this mall pointless. Jesus. 
in the food court area, there was a roach crawling around while we were eating. Disgusting. Uh, there's only a couple places there for me anyway to visit. It's large enough to have great places to go and shop or eat, but it never has anything. What a waste of space. They should do something else with it. Okay. I, oh, the best one ever. This is my favorite one, the last one I'll read. Because it's the looking, the person, the old old man or old woman looks back at his life. And uh, in the mall, the mall is deep, <laughs> yes. deeply part of it. <laughs> I grew up going to this mall, and it's sad to see how deserted it's become. J.C. Penny moved out a couple of years ago, and I shed a tear. Seeing the light. Uh, <laughs> what? Fuck. <laughs> Macy's is having some great sales, though, and I scored some gorgeous home-fashioned bathroom towels for three ninety nine each. What do you fucking work for? The food court offers a wide variety and is a daily attraction for lunch for me. Gap and Gap Body still hold strong. This is like an update, as does American Eagle Outfitters. I always snack at Auntie Anne's pretzels, or I grab a gourmet treat at Boss Cobbs. Wow. It'd be a sh- what? <laughs> it would be a shame to lose this local relic. <laughs> I, not fully sure you understand yeah. what shame is. Uh, does somebody else said it's a mall that lacks. Period. That's pretty true. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! So uh, I um, put a put an appeal out to Tumblr, so we should read some of those questions. I guess. Are you? Are you? Uh, yeah, I, I got it open here. I'm uh, right, reading through right now. Start. I read Exton Mall already. That <clears throat> was apparently the uh, yeah. mall that Kevin Smith signed on to do Mall Rats 2 and then bailed out. <laughs> yes, Mall Rats 2. That wasn't a typo. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I'm actually shocked well, there isn't a Mall Rats 2. Mall Rats was, uh, mall rats was clearly well, superior it was, it to Clerks. It's like a new, like, a new era of everybody can do everything. It's, uh, getting hard, it's harder than ever to get paid for stuff. So I'm sure Kevin Smith like thought he was set. He's a clerks, yes, always. Like the first yeah. when the clerks went on DVD, probably fucking oh, those checks coming in every fucking the quarterly. Fucking we had to have meeting with his accountant every quarter. Like, oh my god! And now it's like, you know, probably get like you know, a, a check for like two grand, twenty five hundred bucks, seven grand. People like to pretend he's good at making movies, uh, though. Never. Still, I mean, never. I could have fucking directed clerks. It's a fucking extra mart I worked at. <laughs> it's not. It's not like anything else. It's like it's the same shit. It wasn't like groundbreaking. My favorite part of Mallrats is it's it's written in such a sloppy fashion that every single scene, every scene, ends with one of the protagonists going. Well, check this out, and they walk off screen to to whatever is next. Like it's 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 like you're on acid. It's well. Look at this. Oh wow! Check this like out. Walk off. Like oh, yeah. Like written on a cocktail napkin. My favorite kind of movies are always movies that seem like they're written on cocktail napkins. Which I, uh, I don't think I've watched Mallrats in ten years. So I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't know how, how it'll stack up in my adult I life. But I, uh, I do remember every single scene. And so that means like, well, check this out. Walk off screen. I've never seen Mall. It's probably oh. worth watching. Uh, you would hate it. You would put a gun in your mouth. <laughs> you would hate it the way Gabri hates swingers. Well, did she? Did she did make a swingers reference? However, she did. It's true. So I've got a um, 
Just um, real quick, I've got a cool music scene. I've got a cool movie scene that I'd like oh, to fuck. play for everybody. This is one of my favorite uh, scenes in any Hi. movie. Welcome to the special collector's edition of Score. I hope you enjoy watching it as much as I enjoyed making it. I'm sure you'll enjoy one of my favorite scenes when Jason Branch plows my butt into the mattress. It still gets me hard to this day. True. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I like the music. This is pretty good. As a matter of fact, you watching me right now makes me want to put on a show. And he pulls his dick out. No, he's in a hotel. Let me set the scene. Okay. He just told everybody his nipples are just getting hard. This is Ray Harley. Okay, and I'm going to digress really briefly here. There are four gay porn stars who are the great faces, and I want to get them back together. It's like getting the it's like getting fucking Jeter and Rodriguez, fucking Mariano Rivera, back together. It's like these wow. are the, the big four. It's like you know, it's like the big like the the big four metal. You know, these are the big four, and. It's uh, Steve Rambo, Ray Harley, um, Jason Branch, and Peter Tiefenbach, who went by Blake Harper. These are four men who did great work, like great acting work in these movies. And I can't find any information on them at all. But I want to get them back for a group interview. Not because That's I like a good idea. porn. But not not because I don't you like, like it in terms of I get hard and want to jerk off. But I like this fucking everything is so over the top. Like one of the lines is like the way you're looking at me makes me want to jack off. <laughs> like who fucking says that? The writing is so good and the way they deliver the lines is so bad and it's perfect. And these are act. So have you tried to find these guys? I'm really trying because I tried and failed to to write Scott Irish even to the point of writing Tom Byron over and over again. On fucking, he's a he's a really bad fucking story. I listen. He had it was he was actually on a podcast called the Rialto Report. They interviewed him, beat us to the big Tom Byron interview. That sucks. Suck. Um, but he drives Uber now in L.A. and has to rent a car. He's so broke that he has to rent oh, a car man. to drive Uber. So he breaks <coughs> even some nights. And it's he's in like super bad Jesus. shape and can't really afford anything. We maybe didn't miss that one then, because I feel like that's the kind of dude that ends up sleeping in your couch. Like, oh yeah, Tom Byron. <laughs> we fly Tom Byron oh, out. Wow. And we're thinking, oh, he's you know probably got some money. You know? No, he's like, hey, I guess I'll guess I'll live in New York now. Um, you know. Uh, so Tom, you just you yeah, can't Tom, stay here, man. Week, man. <laughs> Sorry, I ain't shit. Thought you said you're ready to get your own place. Yeah. What's happening? What's going on with the getting your own place your own thing? Place? Yeah, Tom, how's it looking? We're on Craigslist, right? We know we have internet. Oh, yeah. What's your... Can I use your computer when you're at work? Can I... Uh, I mean, I tried. I couldn't... I, mean, I didn't know your password. Man. It's like, you know, it's like you fucking come back from war. What, are you going to throw grenades at people? I'm out of the porn industry. It's the only thing I've ever known. Like all these excuses and shit. Oh, this is dark. dark. What isn't dark? What all right. isn't dark is this question... Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty dark I mean, episode. We've been getting through some shit. Next one is going to be coming back, and it's going to be better than ever. Um, the bright spot 
is this question, which makes me feel like a million dollars. I knew you'd <laughs> gravitate towards this one. Once in a while, one of my former conquests comes out of the woodwork, which I like. Makes me feel good. Um, Hans, I'm not going to blow up your spot, but in 2014, you gave me the best oral sex of my life, and I still think about it. It's frustrating, because no partner since has been able to eat me out like that. Not close. (laughs) To add suspense, I'm in the friend zone, but don't really post. Your new lady seems rad. I'm drunkish, so okay. All right, now here's the question. You've read this. You've seen the syntax. You've got the timeline of 2014. You know vaguely... Can you pick this person out? Without question. Oh, wow. All right. Without question. There you go. There you go. The first time I've heard from them... Uh, I know they're on, in the. Uh, we don't talk. Uh, we're not friends on Facebook. But uh, thanks for reaching out uh, after that time. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> cool. That after question. that time. After that time. That was nice. That was a really warm time. It was great. What else you got? Uh, Hans and Andrew, I'm currently in my third year at school and doing pretty poorly. I'm contemplating dropping out as, as I still feel lost and confused as the first day I came. Uh, in regard to my major or any other life choice like that, any advice from you both as you're both on opposite ends of the spectrum? Mm-hmm. You know, you're in your third year. Just finish this out. You Let's already have like 50 to 100 grand worth of debt. At least get yourself in a position to pay that off slightly quicker with, like, a little bit more. I'd say just fucking just do one more year. Also, you know, no one knows what they want to do. No one... You shouldn't. Like, you should get a degree in molecular biology and then leave and realize you don't like molecular, bi- molecular biology. That's the way life works now. It's fine. Don't I worry got, about it. Just I got an English finish degree. it off. I got an English degree. I tried to teach for... I tried to teach in New York. They actually, they, they actually told me no. Like, they yeah. sent me a letter saying you can't teach here. Whatever. Tried to teach yeah. in Bosey's and uh, in New York and upstate New York, uh, and was got as far as being an assistant uh, teacher. And uh, after a while, I'm like, you know what? It's okay to like say you blew it, and then move on to something else. Like it's totally okay. But I would say you've got three years, and you're gonna feel you're gonna feel dumb either either way. I went to grad school for nutrition for a year and a half. You know how much that cost me. Still paying it off, I'm sure. $32,000. What do I have to show for it? Zilch. Nothing. I don't even... I have to look up to see what fucking vitamins I have to take. I I absorbed nothing from that class because I was such a mess. (laughs) You were so into it at the time, too. I remember you were really, like, all about it. I was, and then I got there, and I realized that they just want um, women to be dietitians, And then my presence was like... Like jarring. You were toxic. Hey, my. Well, I'm the idiot who tried to who went who went to a college that's predominantly all women, and was like, yeah, I'm just gonna bust in here and fucking do this shit. Typical guy, but I uh, I blew it, and I now um. I took a fucking, I have a down payment on a house I have to pay off every month, and I have nothing to show for it. At all. So go to school. Stay in, stay. I mean, it's fucking so corny to say. Stay in school. Fucking fumble. Do the same shit you've been doing for the past three years, faking it till you make it. Fumble your way through. Do it. I know you're fucking sad. 
whether invented or real, you're sad, whatever. But just fucking splash some water on your face. Just go, yeah. Just go to school, right? I let's people ask some version of the same question every few months. So let's just set some ground rules here. If you're in your first year and you're not, and you're you're feeling like this, fuck it, drop out, whatever. Like it's a couple grand at the end of the yeah. world. You'll deal with it. You'll pay it off. If you're I'd say up through the middle to late second year, you're probably, you're right to like bounce. It's not the end of the world. It sucks. Once you pass that threshold of the second year and you're like in your third year and you're like accruing like debt for the third time, you're, you're <laughs> like the, the, the win you get from leaving is severely diminished. So you may as well just see it through. There's like, there's no point in, in fucking around. Like it, it had you gotten me three years ago, I would have said, don't bother going to school, but you didn't, you're here there, you're here there now. So go ahead and just finish it off. I mean, you're lost and confused, but you still got managed to manage to do your shit. So like, yeah, everyone's lost, and confused. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Forever. Take it from me. Yeah. I was lost as confused as I was. I mean, not as was, but I, I am lost and confused. And, uh, you know, whatever. That old man who got his fucking head blown off was lost and confused. Yeah. Fucking a thousand years died. old. Well, he was super confused when he died. Well, died, yeah, died, that was a pretty confusing moment. Died confused, yeah. Um, Let's see. Lame question, but it's really obvious you guys have amazing taste in music, and it's kind of intimidating. Oh, God. All right. Um, what have you been listening to lately, and what should I listen to? Yes, I'm one of those pop punk dudes you clown hard, but also whatever, it's cool. I'm not going to read this guy's name because he added himself as being a, a pop punk dude. <laughs> not first and foremost, uh, like you, you uh, what's that? What's that movie with Linda Blair? Call an exorcist and get that out of you. Yeah, come <laughs> like, on, get that, get you that. Can gone. Eat pizza and not listen to bad music. The two don't go together. The twain do not have to meet. Yeah. I'm going to uh, suggest for my suggestion for what to listen to. You should just listen to Pantera for a straight year. Yeah. Let's yeah. see where you're at. My mouth for war. The great Southern trend kill. Listen to the fucking song. He's like, I fucked your girlfriend last night. God damn. Mouth for war is so fucking good. Yeah. Listen to uh, fucking corrosion of conformity. Heal my wounds. Man. Yeah. Great song. I'm gonna. That's pull, a real good pull one. Pull it up, man. W h a n s coming up, man. No, I I listen to uh, fucking Solange right now. The Solange True EP is fucking great. Great record. Way better than Beyonce. It's Beyonce's sister. Way better. We're uh, we're getting called out for uh, having good Mixler shows, so we'll we'll do more of those. We'll those are actually a lot of fun. Uh, the Mixler show I did, my mic was so low you couldn't hear me. So maybe that's Great. why it was so good. It's perfect show. <laughs> I did play the entire Degeneracy demo, which everybody Excellent. missed. And, uh, yeah. Do you want me to debut? Sound check. Uh, yeah. Are we there? What's that? I thought you said sound check. No, that was a sound check. Yeah. It was just a sound Boy, check. We're, we're having no luck with this episode. No, we're, um, good. we're good. We're good. It's totally fine. I, I think that, honestly, though, I mean, Corrosion of Conformity, Heal My Wounds is a great song. You should listen to that a lot, and but don't but don't listen to it in like skate or anything, you know. Just listen. Yeah, to don't it. don't do that. Yeah, just listen just, to it with yourself. Just yeah. Listen to it clean, and be angry. It's actually called "Clean My Wounds." Right now, somebody's holding a woman down while listening to this. 
Oh, it sounds like CKY. It's fucking terrible. How did I like this in high school? <laughs> That's what you're yes. supposed to like in high school. <laughs> you see the world through bloodshot eyes. Like, I didn't know anything about that. Um, Got a lot of questions here that are like, I guess we're not the only ones having a dark week. A lot of people are showing yeah. up with like a paragraph of darkness. And then finally, here, after moving to a different state four months ago, I decided to change my phone number and email address today and to leave behind everyone I knew in my old city that I lived in for 10 years. I think that's fucking cool as fuck. That's great. <laughs> um, my close friendships have been making less and less sense to me. And I've had a shitty week with my ex not leaving me alone, going between sweet and cunty. All right. Cool. Uh, well, I was almost considering going back. I'm emotionally drained and just want to hit the reset button and move on with my life. Am I doing the right thing? I think it's cool as fuck that you just fucking shut down. Like, that's awesome. I think it's neat. Uh, yeah, you're doing the right thing. It's fine. It's whatever. Like People in your life are very useful until they're not. And when they're not, it's okay to be like, all right, this, this has run its course. But be real. Be good. It's all right. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'll see you around sometime. Everything's going to be fine. I think people are tight because the world is actually going crazy, and they thought we were kidding. Yeah. However, there's a really long one. Do you want to just like read this one? Yeah, go for it. Like, there's a, that's all that kind of continued and shit. Evening, boys. I have a quick question of the heart. This ought to go really well. I have two relationships that, together, are causing me some serious conflict, you don't say. I'm not asking for any plans or answers. Really, Wait, can this guy you just... has two relationships causing conflict? Like, that's, that's the, the definition, definition of, yeah, conflict. Cool. If they know each other, no, if this... Uh... Okay. Um, <laughs> really, can you just tell me if I'm delusional? I have been dating a girl for over a year. <clears throat> I love her to death. My heart of hearts says, hey, you, first of all, fuck you. Secondly, you could date this one forever. Have a quiet rest of life. But it might not be all that life could be. Furthermore, there is someone I... There is someone I have known for a good few years now that I've had a relationship with on and off while I deal with my shit. You're just fucking someone else. That's not yeah, a relationship. Yeah, that's what that is. You have a side piece. <laughs> anyway, she moved to L.A. I'm, on, I'm East Coast born and raised, you know? Now I'm on the good foot. <laughs> it's a very heavy sigh. It's fucking shuddered. Yeah. Uh, I'm on East Coast born and raised, you know? Uh, now I'm on the good foot in life, getting my shit together. To be a simple kind of man, and I find myself fantasizing about L.A. girl all the time. Even about having kids and shit. I used to be a real man whore. What has become? Are these our lives, so to speak? So tell me. Am I doting on some trifling shit trifling in order to avoid living my life right here and giving present girl my full 100%? Or is it coming time to lay my love on the line? Let's say he indicates that he's been a listener since day one. Thank you very much. Um, if, you've, if you're a listener since day one, you will know that we are often not nice during these questions. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Um, yeah, your, your, your life is not going to be everything that All you right. think it's going to be. So you're into like it's just not. Okay. It's just not simple. You're into other pussy. Break up with your girlfriend. Be single, and find slams that erase the memory of both of them. Cool. 
Or I'm out. gonna say just fucking knock it off. Like or pull, yo, like me you'd and... be miserable with this fucking girl from LA, and you know it. So just fucking calm yeah. down and just relax. Yeah. It's like you might be a little. I mean, he's asking me if he's delusional. You're not delusional. You're just pussy drunk. You've obviously had better sex with this LA girl than you did with your main girl. And that's fucking you up. So you can do the mature thing and be like, have an honest conversation with her. Oh, that's not always the easiest thing. You can just be like, hey, our slams aren't up to par. What can we do about it? You know, do we have to fucking, do we have to go to the fucking adult bookstore or do we have to like... Slam doctor? Yeah, do you have to go to the slam doctor? Do, should I, you know, do you want to, can I watch, can I watch you fuck my neighbor? Like whatever, you know, just like whatever you're into. Maybe tell her. It sounds like you guys don't have a lot of good communication. You just sort of hang out and chill and then, like, make sure that everybody sees you together. But yeah. then, like, when you go home, it's like, well, you know, I still want to fuck L.A. girl. So sometimes when I'm fucking you, I close my eyes and think of L.A. girl, which is not healthy. So you can either pull a me, a previous me, and fly to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Fly to LA and knock on this broad's door and say, "Here I am. Remember me? I oh, we had this fucking mind blowing sexual experience that only I remember." <laughs> and you're fucking moved on to some dude who fucking you know works uh, works for AT and T or whatever people do in LA. Lives in Silver Lake, you know. And you're like, you work at a bagel spot, and you're like, okay, it's like. A, so it's all weird. And then when you get out there, you know what's going to happen? You're going to think of your girlfriend and be like, oh, I miss my girlfriend. It's completely fucked. It never yeah. gets any better. So you got to fix your brain. But, but Or take time. Take, an, take a, a year. A single year. Breaking up is hard to do, but take a year and fix your brain. Or continue or. a lie. And uh, start and just start sliding into her DMs all slimy like, and see if there's any fucking play in LA. And she's like, "Oh well, actually, I'm coming back east in two weeks." And you're like, "Fuck yes!" And I got another to... or. <laughs> or just get into combat sports or some shit where you got stress in your life that you have like something more immediate to worry about. Because it seems like a, you're, you're looking for a reason to create a problem for yourself. So just just get into kickboxing. Or the next time you get in a, f- a really bad argument with your new your girlfriend, you fucking make sure it like spills over into the kitchen. You're fucking back and forth. I can't believe you fucking did that. And then go to the sink and grab a glass and smash that shit over your head. Jesus Christ. I'm just giving all the... See, I give the good it, advice. All the possible spectrum of, uh, of yeah. answers. And then leave, and then, like, get indignant when she locks the door. Like, what the fuck? Let me back in! After, right after you've left. Like, stormed out. <laughs> then she's like, let me back And then you kick the door down. Like, what the fuck? And she calls the cops on you. This, I think, sounds, this all sounds great. I think I've mapped out the perfect scenario. Yeah. You got, and now you got just put all these things into a hat and pull yeah, one out the and breakup sex execute. After, I mean, imagine how great the, bra- the makeup sex is going to be after she witnessed you break a fucking cup over your head. I'd say the makeup sex after the police leave is generally pretty good, I think. Yeah. That's it. I mean, we'd speak, we both speak from personal experience. That's actually fucking great. <laughs> She's like, I wish you were that fucking cop. I want to fuck that cop. And you're like, fuck you. You're like, uh, call me officer. What's my badge number? 
That kind I, of shit, you know? I have a ton of chalk work I've got to do, <laughs> so I'm going to pull the plug on this. Okay. All right. um, but there was a point I wanted to make right at the beginning of the episode about the, the fucking shooting thing. The one thing that I kept coming back to that I feel uh, the world has to understand You have to understand how the genie in the bottle works. <laughs> like, <laughs> as I was watching a bunch of people argue that this is why they should shut down Facebook Live, and this is why they should shut down social media, and this is why, like, it, it, no attention to the fact that the same people four years ago during Arab Spring were like, this is amazing that this technology allowed, you know, whatever. All that, that yeah. shit. Or that, like, this is why do, do we need to collect guns from people and all this shit. You know, you guys, if that's your initial reaction to things, need to learn how the genie doesn't go back in the bottle once it's out. And further to that, the boiled down argument there is that you are arguing that there should be a limit on human thought or human learning. That there's things that we just shouldn't, not even shouldn't know, but shouldn't try to know. And it was so fucking cool because that is, that boiled down. And I realized as I was like watching this, I'm like, that person is my enemy. That's wild. The person who believes there should be a limit on human thought is my enemy. Like all my second amendment shit, all my first amendment shit, all that stuff that like riles me up that I can't quite like put in words. I finally got to boil it down because of this <laughs> poor bastard getting shot in the face. Yep. Which is just like, yo, you're just straight up a bad person. If that's your if that's your reaction, mm. I'm sorry to take a very weird left turn at the end, but I wanted to make sure I I got that out of my system because I was really like it's a jarring moment, and uh, I'm glad I could share that. It was a jarring moment. Uh, I feel much better having worked it out with you. Good. That's, that's what friends are for. What episode um, is this? Uh, this is episode 152. Cool. Like Good to, episode. Uh, I'd like to thank our patreons. Thank you. Yeah, that is really cool. Thank you, guys. It's Thank very, you. very nice. It's a fucking great response. We have more than enough to retire early, and uh, God, it feels so good. Yeah, it's cool. I, uh, I, <laughs> never mind. What? Never mind. Bad joke. I, I'm also, we're not allowed to joke about this, is uh, the other thing that people who, with a lot, a lot of people with, like, religious pictures in their Twitter made sure that nobody could joke about this shit. Oh. Um, so, yeah. All right, well, this was 152, so I guess we'll be back ideally next week with 153, and that's the plan. Quickly, 153, like maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Unlikely tomorrow, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, do you have anything you want to plug this week? Oh, man, Bear Mattress coming on strong. About to release an EP, and wow, this shit's going to fucking... That's going to hit you the same way all the other shit hit you. You're going to listen to it for 20 seconds and say, oh, I guess that's, 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 that's what that sounds like. Uh, but it's going to be good. And I'm going to be doing some shows. And, I, you know, I didn't even touch on my job shit. I got some job drama. That shit's Excellent. fucking... I'm pitting, pitting one party against the other. I've got fucking measurable. I've got another offer. Wow. Oh, shit. So much shit is happening. I got headhunted. Now I'm going to use I'm going to leverage that. Oh, it's going to be good. So stay tuned. Sounds for, exciting. Stay tuned because that's that story is actually it's perfect because that story for 153. That story should have come to fruition by 153. So we should uh, 
should have a good idea. I'm either going to lay in the fucking live off savings all summer and lay on the beach, or I'm going to have a fucking <laughs> sick new job. So either way. Uh, sick. All yeah. right. Either way, good on you. And uh, thank you cool. for listening. Give us a review. Give us a, a call. You can just call us. It's fine. Uh, just say hey. Add us. Add me. Andrew doesn't have Facebook anymore, but you know. I'll add anyone. You can add me. I'm just not gonna like once. I'm. I, I'll probably like log in from a computer like once a month. So uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll add you back after that. Uh, <laughs> I still use Twitter though because it's like I, I like that Twitter's just so quickly lunatic. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, it's just it's it's fast to the point where there's just no consideration. Like, it's just like word vomit. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can still catch me on there. Um, but yeah, thanks. Leave a review, uh, patrons. You guys are awesome. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Cue the beer. I mean music. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.